0: Love, Hope, Radio.
1: Good, ne- good evening, everybody, and welcome to Zoots Sports Talk, where we'll be talking about the world of sports. It is Thursday, May the 13th. Tonight's show, we'll be covering the Yankees and the Mets. A little later on in the show, we're going to be talking about a novel NFL topic that I think everybody is going to like and appreciate. And uh, we're going to be talking to my man, Jay Rios, about an upcoming Madden event first, I want to talk about last night's Ultimate Fighter UFC reality show. Uh, it was another solid episode I felt. Team Liddell was represented by Joe Henley, and uh, Team Ortiz was represented by Seth Baczynski. Now, uh, the first round was an interesting uh, uh, piece of events. Uh, Joe Henley had a nice takedown early in the round, but Baczynski uh, did some solid work on his back. He had a triangle attempt that uh, almost worked. He had a nice guillotine choke off of his back, and he was just doing some solid work off his back. He got up, and I think overall he won that round clearly. Second round, Henley came back and did some nice work, and it was all tied up. And then in round three, Seth Brzezinski took over. It looked like Joe Henley ran out of gas and really didn't do much. And uh, Pazinski had to win that round just due to inactivity by Joe Henley, which I think was uh, due to some tiredness and some fatigue. And it was just an interesting, interesting uh, card because Dana White was very vocal last night. Uh, Early in the fight, he uh, was very loud during the fight. And uh, even before the fight, he had said that he thought Pazinski was clearly going to win, that Joe Henley was outmatched. He wasn't a well-rounded MMA fighter, and the fight turned out to be really close. And at the end of the second round, we heard Dana White saying that clearly that there was going to be a third round. So he was really going out on a limb there, taking it away from uh, the judges. And, uh, you know, as you know, we have had some uh, <laughs> real controversy the past couple of years the <laughs> And then Dana White also... Uh, also went on record as saying that, uh, you know, he was, he was shouting before the fight, uh, before round three, who wants it more, and who wants it more, and all that type of stuff. So Dana White was very, very vocal last night. And I think we're going to get a word in from my man Rich about the show last night. Rich, you there?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I caught the fight and most of the show, I must say. Uh, yeah, I thought that uh, they, they, he was really egging egging them on because he wanted to see uh you know a uh, a clear winner he wanted it to be like a controversial decision like the and one a couple weeks ago
0: yeah
2: clear winner last night? yeah i guess you know i mean i don't know my personal uh, opinion is with these shows i mean unless it's a slug fest, i want to see the knockout or submission i don't like these judges thing unless it's a slug fest. Like the Forrest uh, Griffin-Stefan uh, Bonner fight.
1: Well, I thought it was an interesting fight because most of it took place on the ground. And uh, as a guy who practices uh, the discipline, you, you know, you
3: uh, yeah.
1: practice in jiu-jitsu and wrestling. And, I, and I, I thought it was a treat for guys who love the ground game. I particularly like a good striking contest myself. But I was entertained throughout the whole fight. And I just think that it came out to Henley having nothing in that third round. It wasn't that Brzezinski was that much better than him, like Dana White said prior yeah. to the fight.
2: Yeah, that could have been it. But, hey, uh, Rich, what a, yeah, it was like a wrestling match, a jiu-jitsu match, actually.
1: And, hey, Rich, what about what happened after the fight? We had a couple of uh, interesting uh, substitutions. As you know, we had to have three substitutions on last night's show. Sure. Somebody had to take over for uh,
4: right. Uh,
1: Rich and and Tanaki so Antonio, who had broke his uh, hand, and Dana White also had to pick two, uh, two replacements for the wild card. And he chose Casey Escola and uh, McCray for the
2: uh, right teammates.
1: For the, yeah, they were teammates. Both on Team Ortiz for the wild card.
2: Right. And well, they, I, but, I, I, the, 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 the Ortiz one, it's a yeah. good idea they're fighting each other to see who stays on the show. But the other guy, they just they said, just, all right, you're on the show. You replace the other guy.
1: Well, and the replacement was Court McGee from uh, Team Odell. And I thought it was interesting uh, choosing because it seemed like Dana White chose McGee because he felt McGee got shafted in uh, his fight. He thought uh, his fight with Nick Ring should have right. won a third round, and it didn't. But uh, what about James Hammetry? I thought he got robbed in his fight, and he gets nothing out of it
2: that was the guy who got hurt. He, well, he did uh, get hurt, the week before, or but he,
1: he he seemed like he was back and healthy and, and eager to fight and I I'm I'm just curious as to why. I don't think
2: the doctor's really gave him a clearance 100%. That's why I don't know.
1: Well, it wasn't well, he was expecting to fight and I, I mean maybe that'll get cleared up in the next episode. Yeah.
2: But I, but think I, guys, I don't think they said they gave him like a 100% but They didn't clearance. say he
1: couldn't fight, and he was expecting to fight. So I, I would assume that if they said he couldn't fight and he didn't get clearance, he would know that. Right. But last night, he was clearly expecting a spot. Yeah.
2: So well, Something, I that, don't know, they didn't say, tell you.
1: <laughs> maybe that will. Well, I, I just think it was a bad decision. Unless it had to do with an injury, I think that would be the only reason. Yeah. Decision.
2: I would think they'll, they'll mention the injury that he wasn't 100% and he not want to risk his health.
1: Because why choose McCray? McCray clearly lost is fighting and he, he got chosen as a wild card fighter. Well
2: yeah. Now we yeah, have yeah. another caller
1: on the air, Rich. Uh maybe oh. they want to chime in on our ultimate fighting really? uh talk. Who's out there?
5: Uh someone from Raleigh.
1: Yes, what's your name, please?
5: Uh Mo?
2: Hey
1: what's up Mo? What's
2: up man?
1: <laughs> How you doing, Mo?
2: Uh did you see Good
1: the on, fighter show last night?
2: What's that? Mo, is that your first fight- or last name? can we conduct You know, they like Mo, Larry, and Curly? Rich, please.
1: Mo, did you see the Ultimate Fighter show last night? No,
5: unfortunately, I didn't. What time does that come on? Because I'm usually at work. So that's really right, Mo
1: uh, comes on at, at 10 o'clock. But Mo, hang back, and uh, you could chime in later on when we got some baseball and NFL talk. All right, and, uh,
5: definitely. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll, um, uh, I'll hold on.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rich, uh any other any other discussion about last night's uh, Ultimate Fighter episode.
2: Uh, what can I say here? Well, there's so much about what I want to say about Dana White, but I'm trying to get to the point here what you're asking. I don't know, I, I I didn't like the fight. I thought it was okay the fight. Like I said, unless it's a real slug fast, people going back and forth on the ground or standing up, I mean punching or whatever. Or submission temp after submission temp. I don't know. I don't like decision. I like either sub or uh, knockout.
1: Although, were, you in or agreement with, were you in agreement with Dana White uh, prior to the fight when he said that uh, he did not think Henley had a chance, he wasn't in the same league, and uh, just because he wasn't experienced enough and he wasn't a well-rounded fighter? I want to make it clear that Dana White did not really bash Henley. He was just basing his opinion well, uh, that D- Dana Henley White wasn't, was... And he was just basing his opinion on the fact that Henley has not been around long enough to be a well-rounded fighter was more his point. But it seemed like Henley was right there, you know,
2: the whole way. Yeah, but Dana White's been wrong the whole season. He thought that Liddell picked a bad team, and so far they're kicking ass. He said he doesn't well, see necessarily,
1: how... Not necessarily last night. Tino Ortiz is coming back yesterday. was. Yeah, but, sort of but in
2: the beginning he said that uh, he's going to run the table. On, you know, that he didn't know why Liddell picked you know, what he picked. and Maybe he'll make us look bad. I don't know. That's he an knows interesting something point. we don't. So.
1: That's an interesting point because Chuck Liddell, as far as I know, was really not uh, a guy who has a big coaching background. But uh, on both of his stints in the Ultimate Fighter, obviously we know he was the coach of Ultimate Fighter 1, he was... Yeah, with uh, uh, Randy coach. Couture. Yeah. He, you know, he he had a lot more wins than Couture in that season, and he's, right you know, right there, you know, doing his thing in this season. So I think it's just the luck of Liddell more than anything else.
2: But, well, uh, you know, he's he's also got... He's been training a long time with John Hackleman, who's a... I think he looks like a decent coach.
1: Well, it does know? seem like Hackleman is running the show, and... Uh, for two fights, Liddell wasn't even there. Yeah, like Dick
2: Cheney uh, and President Bush's tenure? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that, you know, people can say that, yeah. Or well, Hillary Clinton as uh oh, president. Bill, Bill? When Bill? Clinton was, was the president. But uh, oh, that's, Bill. For another, yeah. that's for another show. Right. But, uh,
3: Just throw that you. in there. Make
1: it interesting. We're going to stick with the MMA for a little bit longer. I want to discuss the upcoming okay. UFC 114 It was learned uh, just recently that Forrest Griffin is injured and he will not be fighting Little Nog. Really? uh, That's a bummer because uh, Forrest Griffin, I'm not saying he's the best. But he brings it. At least he tries. But he is my favorite. I mean, if you think about it, he's the only guy that's made uh, Anderson Silver engage in any type of combat his past four or five fights. And uh, he just was always there. And win or lose, he's ready to take on the next fight and the next opponent. But an injury is going to keep him out of this card. And well, now
2: I thought promoted. I thought you were going to say Rampage or uh, or Rashad Evans was injured. Well, that so would far really that
1: sucked. fight is still on. But so far, <laughs> we still have the main event. But now the co-feature, instead of having Little Nog and Forrest Griffin, we have mm-hmm. uh, Dan Miller taking on Michael Bisping. Uh-huh. What do you think about that,
2: <laughs> Dan Miller? Well, Bispring is another one that likes to bring it, so that's good. But Dan Miller, I don't know too much about him. I think he's a submission guy. Yeah, well, it sounds like uh, they're going to be
1: banking a lot on this main event. I mean, Little Nog and Forrest Griffin was such an intriguing fight, and to lose that as your co-main event.
2: They, they couldn't find anything else to put in there?
1: As of now, that's what the co-main event is. Yeah. But, if they're going to get away with it, they're going to get away with it with this main event. Everybody wants to see Randy yeah. and Rashad Evans. And these guys might fans. really
2: hate each other. Unlike uh, a couple other shows with uh, Shamrock and Ortiz, I thought that was built up. Shamrock is a good like showman. You know, he likes to pretend like he hates everybody, and then later on they're hugging and kissing or whatever. You know. Well, it should be a great
1: fight. And like I said, I think it. I I think that's one UFC. Card that doesn't really need a strong uh, undercard to get sales. I mean, we might very well have some entertaining undercard fights. Uh, I know Mista Dollar is on the on the card, Uh, Spike Live on the card. He's always good to watch.
2: Well, that's the good thing about UFC and uh, a lot of MMA. You have a lot of fights that you know that 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 could go all the way and be good. It's not like just you know some of the old boxing where you had the main event and nobody even knew the undercard. Uh, you know, the fight was over in a couple of seconds. You know? Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I I'm I consider myself... They always boxer, stack the card in an MMA uh, pay-per-view. I consider myself
1: a boxing guru, and uh, I would say about 70% of the pay-per-view cards I've witnessed over the years in boxing, there wasn't really one strong fight other than the main event. Right. Uh, you had some exceptions, but usually, they, I mean, they pay the top guys so much more money, they really yeah, they can't
2: afford to pay nobody. It's, it's like a movie. You pay the
1: star. So, uh, that should be an interesting, interesting fight. What are your thoughts, early thoughts? We're going to cover more of the Rampage mm-hmm. Rashad Evans fight as the card draws nearer. but what are your early thoughts?
2: It's very interesting. I mean, the strength and power, you gotta go to Rampage because he's a beast. He could fight at heavyweight and uh, but Rashad Evans possesses the speed and technique, I believe. But Rash, uh, but Rampage hasn't fought in a while.
1: Yeah, well, he's been busy making movies. He's coming yeah, out with the 18, 18 movies. Yeah. And you wonder if that's going to uh, you know, affect him. And plus,
2: he might get so mad that he'll just be throwing wild shots missing. You know, Rashad might get into his head. You know, sometimes oh. you can't get too scared and you can't get too angry,
1: you know. Well, I think the great thing about this fight, other than all the hype that it brings and the genuine dislike of these two guys. Yeah, these guys definitely look like they each
2: other.
1: Uh, other than all of that, these are two guys in the UFC who are legitimate one-strike guys. What I mean by that is they, both, we've both seen them knock guys out cold with one strike, whether yeah, it's yeah, a punch.
4: Right.
1: And you don't really see that a lot. I mean there's very yeah. few guys out there and these are two guys who both have that. So that I think that makes it another great intriguing piece to this
2: fight. Plus Rampage almost killed Van Lace Silver when they hit him. He was unconscious for what, ten, fifteen minutes?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean R- R- Rampage could you know, put it on and but you seen definitely seen Rashad Evans put it on people as well. And we've yeah. both seen both of these guys get knocked out. So right. All around, you have a lot of stuff to play with with to make this an exciting pay per view.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Rampage, like I said, hasn't fought in a while. At this level of competition, you can't be taking time off too long. You know that ring rust is everything. Yeah,
1: one one other note before we move on, but one of the MMA note: Little Mike will still be fighting on that card, and his replacement opponent is a guy called Jason Brills. Jason who? Jason Brills, B-I-R-L-Z. Never somebody heard. Somebody I am not familiar with. <laughs> he has been on the past couple of uh, cards. He was on uh, the last fight night card, but uh, I don't recall seeing the fights. And there might have been right. on the card fights that did not make it. But yeah. uh, he does. He does uh, have a wrestling background. He has a, I was, did some uh, research on him before the show, and he, he seems to have a good wrestling foundation. And how do you think that could stack up against? Little Nag, who is just spawning his UFC
2: career, but he has I think a very he lucrative did, MMA career. I think he can get submitted <laughs> with a wrestling, because he did fight Dan Henderson, uh, Little Nag. I'm not sure if he beat him. I don't know. Uh, in Pride, they did fight. I don't know. Uh, I would have to check the the history on that. Who won that fight? Because but he is fact... he is familiar with wrestlers. Yeah. Well, the fact that. Uh...
1: There is a replacement, but yet that fight is no longer the co-feature. Yeah. It tells me they're not thinking much of this guy, but uh, he is a last-minute replacement, and you gotta, you know, you gotta think it's his opportunity to shine. And oh yeah,
2: he has nothing to lose and everything to stellarize. gain. alive.
1: Well, so that should be an interesting piece. Uh,
2: before we move to the next topic, I have a couple of topics about Kimbo Slice and Brock Lesnar and Dana White. I want to throw in there real quick. They're very interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. First off, uh, with Dana White, like I you know I don't care too much about him, but he has made the sport what it is, especially the UFC, And he seems to be very uh, into like organizing amateur fights, like getting health insurance for the fighters and getting them some kind of uh, compensation because a lot of these little organizations that throw these amateur fights, which is the future of MMA, because without the amateurs, you just have what's left. Uh, you know, he wants to, to get these guys, you know, where they can fight again. And a lot of these amateur organizations don't give a shit. Excuse my language. Uh, you know, they they don't pay their health insurance. Oh, you got hit in the head, you lost, you get paid. No, no, no that's your problem. You know, he, he's he's looking out for their fighters in that aspect. And also a very important point. I don't know if you know with the Kimbo Petraselli fight, what what happened. I mean, everybody knows that Kimbo got knocked out, but why the FBI was uh, going to get involved in it? Do you know why? Well, I,
1: I know everybody thought that it was some kind of a setup that Kim, Kimbo took a dive and maybe there was well, some kind of a. Well, it wasn't quite call. a
2: dive, but it, it was interesting. The fact that I believe Set Petricelli was paid extra money to keep the fight standing up, which was Kimbo Slice's strong point, to make it a more interesting fight and to give Kimbo a better chance of winning because he was a bigger name for the organization. I mean that. Is against the law because people are betting against that. You
1: know, well that just falls right into Dana White's hands. As, as he, he is right when he says that these uh, other organizations that are not, that are not affiliated with him in the UFC are just not on the same level. In many ways, they're like a, a bush league. I mean, that kind of stuff in your main event with such a marketable guy like Kimbo Slice is not something you should be doing. And uh, you know that organization went under and then got resurrected, and it seems like they're still having trouble. So, you know, I don't know how anybody who loves the UFC and loves mixed martial arts cannot like Dana White. I mean, I understand his...
6: Well, I don't like Nina him as a and, person,
1: but... Well, you don't know him as a person, but, you know, I can understand maybe sometimes his attitude could rub people the wrong the wrong way, but I just don't understand how people who love the sport cannot admire and, and, and you know, respect him for what he has done, I mean... You know, and you, you just gave him a little bit more kudos with that information about the amateur stuff.
2: I mean, the guy knows what he's doing. and he's, Well, he worked hard to get the sport into, you know, where it is. I mean, the promotions, uh, the TV show, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fact was that uh, then they asked Gary Shaw what his defense was. That says, oh, well, uh, yeah, we, we, we thought that by making a kickbox, uh, you know, more kickboxing, would be more interesting. Instead of saying the truth, that he thought that by keeping a kickboxing, it would almost guarantee the fact that Kimball would win, who's a bigger name for the organization, will or keep it going. You know, that's like telling the Jets, you know, who are a running team, oh, pass the ball so that the other team would win.
1: Well, Kimbo Slice uh, is pretty much done with the UFC. I don't think he has a chance to come back with that, but maybe he can be resurrected with that other uh, organization. Uh, but it, it doesn't seem like anybody uh, knows what they're doing on the same level as Dana White does when it come to mixed martial arts. And we have another caller out there. Caller, okay. you identify yourself.
6: Eric from New Jersey. <laughs>
1: How you doing, sir? What, what comments do you have about the mixed martial arts we're discussing right now? Um,
6: first point, the uh, Rashad Evans fight with uh, – I, I got to say, I think Rashad is going to win. I'm not a Rashad Evans fan. I think he's going to come more prepared. I think the, uh, the moving making is going to be a problem.
1: Uh, you think the rust that rampage might have might might affect them, but we're Richard- <laughs> shocked <Shut up, laughs> that- <laughs>
2: Sign up for Major League Baseball Extra Innings Package today. With DirecTV, Hello?
5: see up to
6: 80 games per week, we including eight off.
5: games at once on your TV huh? screen.
6: Sign up for DirecTV they will, they will now. Press the star key now to take advantage of this great DirecTV offer.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on, guys. <laughs> we, have, we have been well, taken over. I think we lost our guy from Jersey. Is he still there?
6: Yeah. Oh, cool.
1: Okay, I, I, I apologize for that. I have no idea what that was.
6: <laughs> no, I had l I don't know what it yeah, there was a little echo.
1: Yeah, that was a lot of echo.
6: <laughs> so we're going into well, what, another dimension, yeah.
1: Well, what about the fact that uh Rashad Evans even though he hasn't been busy making movies, we haven't seen him in in a while either. And the last time we seen him he, he ain't even looked too good.
6: I think he comes more prepared for a fight and I think that the uh I just think that the movie making deal is gonna be a problem. I think Rashad Evans is more serious in the art itself, and is gonna is gonna come. And he's the one I think that's gonna come out with fear, and I think that fear is a good motivator. So I I gotta believe that uh, that he that even though I'm not a fan of his, and they both have knockout power, so anything could happen. But take that away, I gotta believe. uh, As far as being more prepared, I gotta go with Rashad.
1: All right, Eric. Uh, and then, uh, Rich, you Yeah, have I guess problems I, problems?
6: I agree with that because, uh,
2: you, you know, Rampage hasn't been fighting. Uh, his his elapsed time has been longer. Uh, it looks like uh, Rashad's a little quicker, you know, with the power that he has. I think that, you know, the only chance, I guess, he, he, if he keeps his hands down and that Rampage catches him, you know, he might have a problem.
6: Yeah, I could see that. I, I could definitely say, like you said, they both have knockout power. Yeah. But I, I he just does a Chuckle Dell where he throws a wild shot,
2: you know, yeah. and get
6: caught. I, I I just see Rashad coming more prepared. That 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 that's the only, the only thing that I see. Um, as far as Kimbo, <laughs> I thought that the I actually thought the first round was pretty close. I think I even gave it to Kimbo. Right. I round, Kimbo, yeah, done.
2: I saw the highlights. I think it looked like Kimbo won the
6: first round. Yeah, when I watched it live, I gave Kimbo the first round. But he's not used to getting kicked in the legs, and he's just not used to that type of fighting. And no. that he just got t- taken apart in the second round. You know, I mean, maybe if he did this his whole life, he'd be it'd be different. But he's just not used to that. Right. But his his grappling game has improved. He he has takedown
2: power now. Takedown oh, ability. Oh, there's
6: no doubt. In fact, he, I thought he outmuscled the uh, what's his Mitrione. name? Yeah. Mitrione, Mitrione. Yeah.
2: Mitrione played football. That's, that's yeah, not easy. And I
6: thought he outmuscled Mitrione. I thought he was the couple of times that he took him to the ground. I thought Kimbo was actually uh, was actually physically a lot stronger. He just doesn't. He's just not used to you know. There's certain things that your body you know has to adjust to, and and one of those. You know, when you're getting kicked in the legs for the first time at 36 or whatever he is, you know, it, it don't work.
2: Well, I can, I, you know, compete in MMA. Kick, getting kicked in the leg is not sweet, especially with the bone and the shin, the shin bone. Yeah. So, well,
1: the it's, kicks he was getting hit with were vicious, and I, I thought the kicks and the combination of him getting tired really quickly. Uh, yeah, his stamina's went to his demise. I, I don't know if it was because because of the kicks he got tired, but it seemed like after the first three minutes of the fight, he wasn't as strong. He came out really strong, slammed Mitrione once or twice, and then he really didn't have much left after
2: that. And I, don't know if yeah.
6: I, I mean, I've watched most of his fights, and I don't think ever, anyone has ever kicked him like that, like went that strategy on him. I think Houston and, Alexander was doing a little bit
2: of that, but then he kept taking Houston down. That was a close well, fight,
6: too. Yeah, Houston... Houston was afraid of Kimbo's right hand, and he didn't do anything. He yeah, was kept afraid circling. he would make a move. He kept doing that weird circling he was doing yeah, that <laughs> was uh the...
2: Kimbo would be good in k one I think, or it'd be
6: interesting at least to watch i would say i think he should i would i don't understand why he doesn't just get right into the boxing I mean the heavyweight division there's nobody around. I think that uh, he should just jump right into boxing. he's got the hands for it.
2: If anything, it would be interesting. I, I don't know how well he would do because he is old. And, and boxers are better with their hands than all these other guys. So it should be, you know, I don't know.
6: But if he, he does have the knockout power. I, I think that he would be better off making make, – and he could probably actually make more money, you know, unless he fights MMA in Japan or something. Or Dream, the organization Dream, yeah. perhaps.
1: You guys think the UFC is making a mistake by letting Kimbo go?
2: I think he should fight one more fight. I don't know. That's my opinion because he has a name and they can make money off of him, like Mike Tyson. You know, even though he's a joke.
6: (laughs) I would say, you know, about the money, really. But I think it's obvious. I would say, at the most, one more fight. I think it's obvious he's as far as he can go. You know, the UFC doesn't play games. Uh, you know, I know it, sideshow you know, freak shows, like yeah Brides I mean you know he gave him a chance, he gave him a legitimate chance, and i thought I thought Kimball gave it a legitimate run, but it just uh you know it it wasn't working, yeah, I just think that it that that he's not ready for that level of competition i I'm not sure he would ever be ready he's just not there right now. What do you do? Take a guy you know and just make a circus shot sideshow and just have him fight guys that aren't that good that's just not their style.
2: Yeah, well, maybe you just put him against another banger and just let him go toe-to-toe. I think a lot of the fans would like to see that, you know. Like a lot of the, these guys who would you know, I, like Crow Cup, it was obvious that he was done, so they, they found a few more fights for him, you know.
6: Yeah, I, I can see that, you know, fun. but I just don't think Dana White does that kind of thing too much. I think he just gets, you know, it just right. would become obvious that we're we're cherry-picking guys you know, that is suited for Kimbo. And, <laughs> you know, it would be obvious that he's not going anywhere. What do you think, Host?
1: I mean, I, I agree. I mean, Miko Krokov definitely has uh, a lot more of a lengthy resume to, to garner those chances than Kimbo. Uh, you got to remember that Dana White was really critical of Kimbo before he even came. Oh, yeah, to definitely, this, yeah. And gave him and said the only way you could, you know, make this organization is to go on. The ultimate fighter which show which
2: he lost on the show and
1: you know he wouldn't you wouldn't handle a pro cop that way and and you know and i i i mean i don't know i like the guy personally i think he yeah
2: he's, you know, he's not that he bad of a guy I mean, you know
1: i mean but the way they I,
2: interviewed him unless you know he's whatever i wouldn't
1: have a problem with him staying but i could understand why he is not but uh, our MMA segment went a little bit longer than i thought so we're gonna go right to our NFL novelty topic, and I think Chaz is with us. Yes, I'm here, as well as Mo. And you guys can stay on and join us as well, as we know the hey NFL hey is, is the most popular uh, team sport, probably the most popular sport overall.
2: And, and I agree this, to
1: that. And you know, I didn't. It's still early. It's the off season. I didn't really want to get into the NFL draft. Right. I know it's too early to talk about the schedule. But the one thing I do want to discuss is the top selling NFL jerseys of last month. And I thought this was (laughs) very interesting. I have in my hand a top 25 NFL jerseys. Mo, I know you're the NFL guy here as well.
4: I already Uh, know who number one is.
1: Well, if you know who number one is, don't spoil it for the rest of us who don't.
2: All right. I have no clues, so I can't say Uh, well, I might learn something on the NFL tonight. Any idea? Well, I don't, uh, want, I
1: don't, want, I don't want anybody to start guessing number uh, one. Yeah. Well, Rich, you, you were uh, big on Tom Brady the other night. You want hey, to Murph. discuss yeah. Tom Brady's comments? Yeah. But, but we're not going to discuss Tom Brady's comments. What we're going to discuss is I know. <laughs> uh, what number you think Tom Brady is.
3: On, on this list?
2: Number five.
1: Number five. Fifteen. Anybody else want to gather a guess? Fifteen.
5: Um, I would say probably number four.
1: Number four. Jazz says 15, and uh, he's the 16th top-selling
2: jersey. Sixteenth?
4: Yes. Oh. Ah. Really? I'm surprised.
2: We've be been with the same team for a long time. Yeah, but he's also an icon. I would thought he'd be higher. Yeah, I
1: mean, just for that reason alone. And a guy who's been in the news uh, a lot for all the wrong reasons lately. LT. Roethlisberger. Oh. Well, these are just current (laughs) players. (laughs) I
2: thought LT, (laughs) My boy. My man, I should say. Roethlisberger, I have his jersey, matter of fact.
1: Where do you think this guy falls on the top selling NFL jerseys?
2: Number th- around three. Around Eleven.
5: Um,
4: three.
5: I would say around eight or nine.
1: Eight or nine. Interesting. I mean, at one point he was the number one guy.
2: What <laughs> right after the last the two Super Bowls ago?
1: Now, well, let's see where Mister Roethlisberger falls on this list. The number twenty-five top-selling jersey is Dallas Clark. Twenty-four is Adrian Peterson. And I thought that was interesting. I thought he would be a lot higher.
2: And obviously, yeah, these are all current players.
1: I'm very surprised okay. that he's that low. After that, you got Darrell Revis. Huh? Larry Fitzgerald. Okay. Patrick Another one I thought Willis, would be higher. Patrick who? Patrick Willis. Willis. Okay. Now we got a guy who's very popular Jeremy Shockey.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, Aaron
1: Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Now this is the reason why I wanted to bring this topic up. At number eighteen, you have Eric Berry, the guy was just in the NFL
2: out of Tennessee. So yeah.
1: Just serious. drafted from the uh, yeah, the Chiefs actually drafted him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't even had a game yet.
4: He was top Miles five. He, he was a top five pick, though.
1: Okay. Yeah, but Miles regardless Austin. of that,
5: it's surprising on <laughs> that one.
1: Miles Austin at seventeen. Who? Third, Miles Austin. Del- oh, cowboy okay. wide receiver.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Austin, yeah.
1: 16, we already said, it was Brady. 15, Deshaun Jackson.
2: Oh, there you go. Mr. Eagle. Reggie Bush
1: at 14.
2: Right.
1: Eli Manning at 13. Oh, yeah, Eli. He's the guy that made our sh- opening show discussion. Kevin Kolb at 12.
2: Oh, yeah, Kevin Kolb.
1: Wow.
2: Oh.
1: Mark Sanchez at 11.
2: All right, that I now could...
1: we got into the top ten. Who's in the top ten, guys?
2: Well,
4: Manning, I got... they, the other man's got to um, be in there somewhere.
1: Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre is number five. Yeah, I think he'd be in the top,
5: regardless of his uh, state of whether he's going to retire or not.
4: Tomlinson. Tomlinson, number La. six, with the
1: Jets. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. New team. I have any other names?
2: Well, I got Rottler's Burger number uh, six or something, <clears throat> and Dominican Bro- Sue.
1: Rotless Burger is nowhere on this list. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I would say
4: because
2: people are afraid to carry it, maybe on the street. The think
1: Charlie
2: Charlie back out
4: of a
1: Florida. Name. I think Charlie just threw the a 25th name. twenty-fifth Charlie, would you say? Hmm. Charlie I said Dominican
4: Sue is one of the names, and I believe that the Mo's referring to the number one guy. The number one jersey,
1: possibly yeah. well,
4: number Stop. one. Romo's on the Romo's got to be in there somewhere.
1: So Romo, so the number yeah. eight, huh? The number, the number one pick of the draft. Sam Bradford is number nine.
4: Okay, Bradford, Tony. right?
1: Only Romo, the homo seven.
4: Yeah.
1: Is seven. Now we got the top four. Peyton Manning is four. Uh,
4: Breeze is Breeze, Breeze in there? Three. Yeah. yeah.
1: Breeze is number three. Who's number two? Charlie, if you say you know it already, don't don't call it out.
4: I only know number one. I don't know the rest of them.
1: You only know number one? Yeah. Well, there's only one other guy. We did everybody else. (laughs) You want to take a stab at who number two is, Chad? Since you know who number one
4: is. You already said uh, Peyton Manning, right? Yeah. Uh, Let's see who is left.
5: I have an idea, but I'm not sure if
1: it's right or not. Throw it out there.
4: McNabb. Philip Rivers.
1: McNabb is correct. Oh, yeah, I mean, good old man McNabb. Charlie's beating you at this, Moe. Who's number one? Moe and, Mo and Rich, I want to hear from you guys. Who do you think number
4: one? Mo was on the right track already.
2: Uh, it's Florida obviously QB. a name that we mentioned, right?
5: Uh, no, it's, I believe it's the Florida QB that was picked 25th Tebow? by the Denver
1: Broncos. Yes. Is that you
5: Tebow?
2: That's Denver
1: him. Tebow. I trust yeah. that none of you guys
2: ran to a computer to look at this. No, no, I, didn't have no to. I read that I'm, a while ago. I'm, I'm, I'm not even thinking of that. <laughs> that i got to even have a computer long. here. <laughs>
1: what do you guys think about that? Tim Tebow is the top selling jersey of the month.
2: I think there's a lot of front runners. That's what I think.
1: No, Nine you know, hey, hey, it in the top with, ten. I think with Tim
5: Tebow, there's a lot of controversy. Either you love him or you hate him, and that's why... He's such a magnet for this, and this is the perfect venue for the NFL because of that.
1: Chaz, what are your thoughts?
4: Well, number one, he's a religious guy. He he already goes around the world doing charity work around the world. You know, so he's got a really good image. He's a winner. You know, he'll go out there and, and he'll give it your all. So if you're wearing his jersey... You're not likely to have any negative anything negative
2: attached to it. What like you're attaching Vic, is like I have Vicks Atlanta Falcons uh, jersey, so right. nothing like that.
4: You know, this is I'm this sure is like, one time like a Golden Boy type of guy.
1: All right, now my question to you guys is: and one at a time, please. Uh, who's <laughs> buying these jerseys? Is it Denver Bronco fans?
2: No, they're probably are, are complaining.
1: Bitch, <laughs> I'm not done. Uh, hey, i got to throw that in there. <laughs> no, you got to wait. <laughs> is it Denver Broncos fans? Is it Florida Gator fans? Or is it the religious uh, aspect of it that uh, Charlie referred to? Rich, since you
2: can't wait, I'll let you go first. Well, it's probably not Denver Broncos. They, they're probably pissed off. They said, what the hell are you doing picking up this guy? We already b- picked up a bust, uh, Orton, whatever the hell his name was. <laughs> you don't think the Denver Broncos fans are happy with this? No, they might buy the jerseys because, you know, they want to represent, but I don't think they're happy too much. Moore, what do you have to say about that?
5: Really, to be honest, I think it's all three, a combination of it. I think the Denver Broncos fans probably, I think they are a little bit excited about it, to be honest, because for one, they have two quarterbacks that, you know, between Brady Quinn and between Kyle Orton, I don't think either one's a long-term solution to their problem. So they figured, I think, People would be the
1: guy in future. Hey, we have another caller out there. Caller, identify yourself.
3: Siobhan Lockhart.
1: What's up, Lockhart? How are you?
3: <laughs> I'm good. For the action. Yes.
1: We're discussing NFL jerseys, and strangely enough, uh, other than I think Eli Manning is the only Giant to make the cut. Siobhan, you guys don't know. That. <laughs> yes, the fan.
3: Giant fan.
1: We got a couple other puke Giant fans on the panel. My man Rich is a Giants fan. (laughs) When was
2: the last time you guys won a Super Bowl?
1: (laughs) There you go. But (laughs) we're not going to discuss any of that now. Siobhan, what are your thoughts on
3: Tim Tebow being the top-selling jersey of the month? I think it's ridiculous. Like, the guy is, like, overrated. Like, everybody's making him to be, like, some good quarterback. Like, he, he played in college. He didn't even step on the field yet, like. You know, and, like, he doesn't even, like, people are training him how to, um, you know, play the quarterback position properly. Like, I don't even think he's ready yet. Like, I think he's just, like, you know, a little overrated. Like, people need to fall back for a while.
1: Okay, so based on that uh, opinion, who do you think is behind yeah. the jerseys? Is it Diamond and Broncos fans? Or is it Florida Gator fans? for which he was very popular and successful with, or is it the religious guys, uh, you know, who were hanging on the Bible and uh, liking his pro, uh, you know, his anti-abortion stance, and they had the whole commercial in the Super Bowl. Who do you think think, is buying these jerseys?
3: I think it's bandwagon fans. Like, you know, they hear a name come up, like, oh, he's this and he's that, so, you know, they just go out and buy the jerseys. Like, I don't know, I I don't really buy into that, like, you know. I think it's just bandwagon fans. All right, now
1: there's another question for the panel, and one at a time again. Uh, I I didn't get a chance to answer
4: that one. I didn't get a chance to answer that one.
1: All right, go ahead, Chaz.
4: I would say it's the Christians that are buying more just because it's a bigger base. I mean, you've got all 50 states there. It's a bigger base. He's well-known, and he's probably – he could be the best college football player to ever have played the game.
1: Okay, so Chaz, if Mm -hmm. – he doesn't do the Super Bowl commercial. Is he the top-selling jersey right now?
4: Yeah. The no, Super so, Bowl commercial meant nothing.
1: Okay. <laughs> so now now my next question for the panel is, has there ever been a guy coming into a league so popular and with so much uh, media on his back that wasn't even drafted in the top 10 <laughs> go first on this one. Can you recall anybody else who's had this kind of attention who's not even a top ten draft pick?
4: And you know what the thing is? He's not expected to be a star either. He's just expected to be a player, a role player. You know what I'm saying? Right, well, People it, don't expect him to be a star. Well, but the thing is, it's just like a it, star. And, and the question it, it's is the attitude has, and energy he brings.
1: Right. So the question is, can we recall anybody else who was not drafted in the top ten to have gotten this much attention and media sensation? Rich, mm. you go first
2: on this one. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned in the top ten. You know, not in the top ten that I, I recall. In the top ten of course we had Reggie Bush and guys like that who were, you know, big names. You know, uh maybe uh it's called Matt Linehard and a couple other guys, Andre Ware, you know, we got but not in the top ten. This guy's, you know. And it's ridiculous. I mean they gotta show something on the field first, the NFL field I think, before they get you all know, this popularity. It's just whatever. Oh anybody else? Well, it's your turn.
5: Um, I can't think of anybody at this point who's had this much hype coming in who wasn't a top-ten pick um, and who has been a bust. Uh, I really can't think of anybody at this point.
1: Okay, Siobhan?
3: Um, <laughs> I can't really think. I have a name on my mind, but I don't want people to laugh at me. <laughs> Well, we're going to, um, to you anyway. You're a Giant. <laughs> <ahead>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about um, Drew Brees?
1: Well, I don't recall Drew Brees. Uh, I think Drew Brees was a second round pick, so that's not a bad name. But I, I, okay. I don't recall Drew, Drew Brees having this much media attention, and he certainly wasn't the top selling uh, jersey. Yeah,
3: but there was this thing top. about. But there's this thing about like how you know he wasn't a good quarterback for a while, and like when he got hurt or whatever, and like you know he wasn't going to be able to be like he wasn't be able he wasn't going to be able to make it in the NFL again, and you know I don't know. Right. Well, Drew
1: yeah. a great Comeback story, but prior to entering the NFL, I don't think he had the type of uh, media attention and stardom already <sighs> that Tivo has without even playing the yeah. NFL game. Yeah. Well, you know, Breeze was a second-round pick, so that's not a bad name. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a better name than anybody else gave. <laughs> I can't <laughs> think of anybody for sure.
3: No, well, yeah, I well. certainly
1: can't think of anybody. I mean, that's why I'm asking the question because I I was scratching my head as to I can't believe you know it, it, there's no correlation between what this guy is about in the media and where he was picked. I mean, if he you know, but we'll, only time will tell to see what he does on the field.
4: Broke. Uh, and yeah. Do you know how guys slide back in the draft because they have off the field issues?
1: Right.
4: He moved up in the draft because he doesn't have any. <laughs> you know, and there's like almost zero chance of him having any off the field issues. He's as far as a player goes, so he's going to be a role model.
1: Right. You know am saying? So he might not be the
4: most talented, but he'll be out there working hard every day.
1: Right. So it, it's kind of an interesting dynamic because you get you got a guy and I, and and that's just an interesting social piece because what we're saying I mean I'm not saying anything else about you know I really don't know a lot about his off the field stuff other than him being a Christian but I think it's an interesting social piece that
3: yeah, right. you know
1: he's a guy who's you know pro life and it, it, it you know to me is it saying that people who are pro life are better are going to be better people and conduct themselves. Better than, well,
4: pro-choice? Uh, no, quick getting hooked up on that thing. His whole attitude during college had nothing to do with that.
1: Well, I, yeah, but he... He,
4: he, he would go to the officer, Philippines he, on on missionary missions.
1: Yeah, but constantly. I'm telling you, So you're telling me the average person on the street knows that rather than about the uh, abortion commercial? I don't think so.
2: How about Kurt Warner? I think he was a you, Christian. Charlie, I think, it's, Charlie, I think
1: you take the... I think if you take the, and I know you like arguing with me, but I think if you take the average person on the street and you ask them one thing they know about Tim Tebow, you're telling me they're going to say the missionary thing and not the abortion commercial?
4: They should know that he was one of the best no, college answer, football players ever.
1: Well, when I talk about what should be, I want you to answer the question. If you take the average person on the street and say, what do you know about Tim Tebow other than being a college player? They're going to tell. They're going to say the abortion commercial, and not the, these missionary things that you're talking about.
2: I didn't even see the abortion commercial,
1: <laughs> and that's just the fact.
4: <laughs> but anybody drafting him is going to know these facts.
1: But so when i not talking well, about the people for uh, are drafting, and we're talking about his the common everyday person, won't know these things. It's it's one. I of
3: just
5: those know things, about his uh, uh, field. Unless the you field, read about actually. it, you know. It's I just, just think not that it's something very.
1: Fun. I just think it is very interesting that uh, he's. The top-selling jersey, and I think who, people who don't think the abortion thing has a big thing to do with it, and the fact that he's a Christian has a big thing to do with it, is just out of their mind. And that, well, as well, I,
4: I said, I personally
1: would suit Charlie well.
4: I already said that that being a Christian has a lot to do with it, but the abortion commercial, no, I don't think the abortion commercial has much to do with it.
5: I, I think, think it had a lot to do with it because it created controversy that everyone actually saw about him that they only read about.
1: Siobhan, what do you think about
5: this?
3: Break the tie with these two guys. <laughs> I agree with you. Like, I just think it's ridiculous. Like, you don't – that's not what you get into the NFL with. Like, all that stuff is cool, but, like, you know, you have to show that you're able to play. And he hasn't shown that yet. Exactly. Well,
1: I don't think he was overrated in the draft, like we've all been saying. Not, not at drafted, all.
5: I mean, where did you top top in the draft?
1: 10. No. You know, he, he was a low first-round pick, right? I mean, so that's not uh-uh. – they, the, you know,
4: the people were to be honest, he, he got picked way ahead of schedule because Jimmy Clausen and Colt McCoy were supposed to go before him. They didn't go till way late. He was the second quarterback I, Well, picked.
5: the only reason why, I think also, is because with Tim Tebow, he also increased his mobility. Well, not really so much his mobility, but his arm action, he changed the way he threw the ball, so that took off a ton of time. He had a problem in college holding on to that ball a little too long, and you can't get away yeah. with that in the NFL. Yeah.
1: So who here thinks that Tim Tebow is going to be a valid NFL, NFL quarterback? Rich, you could go first on
2: this one. Uh, he's going to have to make a lot of changes. A lot of these quarterbacks are great in college, especially whatever, they're high praise, even though he's not in the top ten. They turn out bust in the NFL. Rick Meyer and a bunch of other guys like that. I don't know. It's, it's a hard position to make
3: I think that he is going to be a bust. I think that, you know, the defense, like, they're all going to sack him. Like, I just think that he's not ready. I think he's just not ready yet. It took him too long to – he still hasn't improved anything yet. Like, it's still the same. And, and, like, I just don't think that he's ready to um into the NFL yet. I just really don't think so. Mo, real quick, please, because I want to get to our Madden talk. Sure.
5: Um, at first, I was pretty much a Tebow hater with that, but when I found out that he was working on his arm delivery and everything, this guy has a chance to do something special in the NFL, I think. He's a winner in college, so I think he could do it on the field as well. I mean, same thing if you look at Vince Young, that was another guy. Hasn't had done a great deal in the NFL, but what he has done is he's won games when he's been in the game. And I
3: think the same thing is going to hold true for Tebow. Okay, ja- chat Can I just card? say one thing? Like, you say college. The NFL is way faster. Like, college is college. Like, the NFL is, you know, triple faster than college. Like, you know, the defense attack. Oh, fast. yeah, without a doubt. Um, oh,
5: no, I know that, definitely, yeah.
3: Yeah, but so. That, that still doesn't dem- dismiss his drive
5: and his will to win. which I he, understand that he's trying, but.
3: If, <laughs> I, know, I just do don't think you he probably will be good, but, you know, no but more Vince than Young, a, Vince
2: Young is up and down. One day he wins seven in a row, and then he sits on the bench, and then uh, the other guy comes in. Uh,
3: yeah, but name? the key thing is
5: he wins games when he's in the game. That's yeah, but he, he
2: was also benched.
5: Regardless of his stats.
2: But he oh, was yeah, also he was benched, benched because he wasn't good enough for a while. Well, yeah. he
5: got benched because he got hurt, and they felt like they couldn't win playoff games with him at that time. Even though okay, he guys, did I, well. I got
1: to keep it. I have That's to keep it moving. I want to get Chaz's yeah. thoughts on this, and then we're going to go to Jay with some Madden talk. Chaz, well, what are your thoughts? Do you think Tebow's going to make, make it uh, as a formidable NFL quarterback
4: this year? No, he's starting behind right now. Orton and Brady Quinn are ahead of him on the schedule, so it's not going to be two or three years until you see him really get into a starting role. He's not going to be a Sanchez, a Roethlisberger, a Manning. He's not starting right away. So that question cannot be answered for a while. I think he'll be capable in some aspect unless he gets injured. You know, I so said the only thing I see stopping him is concussions because because he runs out and throws his body out there too hard. And he could end up with concussions a lot pretty quick with the way he plays.
1: All right. Thanks, uh, thanks panel. And uh, I want to get to uh, some Madden talk. Uh, Mo, I know you're a big Madden guy. Uh, we're going to have Jay Rios on soon, uh, discussing okay. an upcoming Madden event. And, uh, Mo, you're still an active Madden player, correct?
5: Yeah, I still dabble with the Madden game. Just got the 360 a couple months ago and bought Madden 2010 for it. And I really believe this is probably the most realistic and best Madden game they've made up to
1: date to this point. uh, Jay, are you with us yet?
0: Yes, I am.
2: Ooh, Jay.
1: Okay, Jay, real is
0: Madden
2: and
1: and video game extraordinaire. Uh, Jay wanted to discuss an upcoming Madden event. Uh, On Monday's show, we talked about the upcoming Madden game, Drew Brees being on the cover and all of that. But uh, this. There's an upcoming uh, Madden event that we would like to discuss. Jake, tell us about it, if you will.
0: Yeah, we have uh, Game Time Philly does an annual uh, Players Bowl tournament every year, and uh, that continues again uh, this Saturday for what I'm pretty sure is the eighth installment of the Players Bowl, the 2008 Players Bowl in Philadelphia. Um, It starts actually tomorrow night with uh, they do a a crew versus crew, which is uh, teams of four. Uh, head-to-head against each other in a team competition uh, to decide the best crew. And then on Saturday is the uh, single uh, elimination competition, which is uh, it goes by a Round Ramen tournament, and they'll be doing it on 360, PS3, and uh, they're also doing some other tournaments, but Madden is the main one.
1: And uh, how is this tournament different than uh, the other big tournaments, the Challenge and all that? Is there any big difference? <laughs>
0: this is the hardest single day tournament uh in madden this is it's a hard 12 to 14 hours of playing i mean these guys are going to play the the top guys are going to finish playing but the, the you figure the guys in the final 8 the final 8 competitors out of the out of the 120 plus they would have been playing uh for probably about 12 to 14 hours so it's a grueling 14 you know, twelve or fourteen hour uh test for a lot of these guys. I mean there's a lot of guys that are gonna come in and they're gonna play an hour, or lose you know, right away and get out. But uh for the top guys, the guys who are gonna be there, um for a while, it it's tough because uh everybody there is a top competitor and uh you know there's no really there's really no place to hide in game time Philly's tournaments and uh and you will have the hardest of the hardcore of the Manning community there. Uh, I believe including this year's current Madden champion, in, um, Eric the Problem, right? And uh, definitely last year's champion because he's from Philadelphia in uh, Len Dynasty Green.
4: Now, they come from all over the country, right? The yeah. tournament?
0: Yeah, yeah. There'll be players there from all over the country. There'll be the same core group of competitors that are traveling to the Madden Challenge, Um uh, the difference in Madden Challenge is it's more of a system, and they have more than one day to compete, and they have multiple chances uh, in the challenge in terms of um, in terms of this other Madden Challenge tournaments that they could attend to try to acquire points to make it to the finals. Whereas in uh, Players' Bowl, it's a one-day marathon, and uh, usually last year's champion. Uh, was a kid by the name of Evil Ken and he made it to the challenge finals this year. He made it, he was one of the eight competitors that made it to the challenge finals in Miami. So uh if you if you can get through the gauntlet uh in Philadelphia, um you're usually ready for for Madden Challenge the next year.
1: Uh, Jade, one question I have, and we're talking about the differences between Madden Challenge and uh uh, this tournament we're talking about now. And I, I would like to comment on the time. I mean, this, uh, this the new game is on the horizon, so that means this version of Madden has been out quite a long time. So you think that would have any effect, like guys knowing all the tricks? Uh, I know when uh, the Madden Challenge comes out, I don't think the game is out as long.
0: No, you're absolutely right, and it's a different approach. I mean, you could expose, you could get away with a lot more, in Madden Challenge, just based on the fact that Madden Challenge kicks off just around when the game is released, and then it's, it's six months uh, of competition. So they're still learning and, and coming up with uh, different things. This is a much different tournament because uh, the competitors have already went through their challenge run. They've already The top guys have already put all their hard work in. Uh, this tournament tends to lean towards competitors that, Want to prove themselves and make a name for themselves, and they don't necessarily have to win uh, Players Bowl to do that. Um, so, uh, but in terms of all the tricks and and, and the gimmicks in the game, uh, these rules will have Man and Challenge rules, which as the tournament Man in Challenge was going on, they try to eliminate a lot of those gimmicks. Now, of course, new ones could come up all the time. So, uh, you know. But for the most part, all of that has been exposed by now. So that, in that sense, yeah, absolutely. This is a, a lot harder because kind of all the bases have been covered in terms, of the, in terms of any glitches or tricks in the game. In terms of the rules, they're all covered, those bases. So you really can't do them. So uh, you really kind of have a more straight-up, honest competition around this time of year. And this will be the last major tournament uh, on this version of Madden. Alright, there
1: hear it from Jay, the video game guru. Anybody who wants to test their skills in the most popular sports video game of all time can you do that. Jay, tell us
0: again where and when? It's uh it actually starts tomorrow night, but it really officially starts on this Saturday. Uh in Philadelphia. It's on um oh I believe it was 11th, 11, eleven I'm sorry, fourth in Arch at the Holiday Inn uh, in downtown Philadelphia and it's game time Philly uh, showdown. I'm sorry. Players' Bowl used to be called Showdown. Uh, Players' Bowl tournament, and you could get information on uh, GameTimePhilly.net Net or GTPLiveEvents.net Net. Um, you should be able to get information on that tournament. And like I said, you could sign in and sign up for it uh, on Saturday. Live registration. Thanks, JJ. Any thoughts on uh the Tim Tebow jersey
1: discussion?
0: Uh... <laughs> no, but I was listening to it. It's a very interesting conversation. <laughs> very interesting. Uh no thoughts. Uh no uh no um nothing comes to mind. I was already thinking Madden when you guys had gotten to that point. <laughs> interesting well, interesting According to
1: according to Chad, he's not even gonna sniff a starting role. And yet he's the top-selling jersey. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of the NFL. I'm sorry, Chaz. I'm hung up on it. I want to know why.
4: Or, I just not told only, you why. It's it's because he's not
1: the, the joined the NFL.
4: I said it's also because he's one of the most amazing college players ever. He was one of the most amazing college players ever. And you know what? <clears> around the country, guess, if, you're to to another, if you're going to another, if you're going to another
2: college. But if he's so amazing, why wasn't he drafted higher? I don't know. It's just my comment.
1: Well, we only got a minute left, and I know to <laughs> watches a lot of college football. Mo, do you agree with that? Uh, one of the I,
2: most I
5: mean, to me, to be honest, there's no guarantees he won't start. I mean, anything can happen.
1: I would like you to what comment that? on uh, Charlie's comment of him being the, one of the most amazing college players ever. Do you agree with that?
5: Um, he had a great career, I mean, definitely had a great career, probably
1: one of the best college players
5: ever, but I wouldn't
1: put him number one,
5: probably, on that list.
1: I mean, I don't know enough about Zim Tebow as a college player, but I think it'd be odd at a quarterback, for a quarterback to be one of the most amazing, I mean, quarterbacks get drafted number one all the time, I think that's an interesting comment, but, uh, Chaz also thinks that Mark Burley is going to the Hall of Fame, so he has his own uh, opinion on things, and uh, who's to say he's wrong? The guy Wait. is the top-selling jersey of all time.
4: Timeout. Didn't Charlie Ward win the Heisman Trophy, and what did he do right after college? He played basketball.
1: I'm not sure what that means, but <laughs>
4: neither do I. Um... It, it means that a, the, he was the best college player of the year, but where did he go he didn't go to play college ball, I meant foot, oh, but he was also Tim a dual-sport
1: player. What does that right. have to do with the, the price of tea? Tim Tebow did go into the draft, and if he was the so the amazing, skills why the draft to be higher?
4: The skills that it takes to be a great college football player and a great pro football player are different. All
1: right, Chaz, we'll discuss this on our next show. We're done for now. Oh yeah, Guys, thank you. And, You're welcome. Uh, thank you. We'll have we will definitely have another show of all the callers who are still there. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, but uh, it is time to go. Anytime. For joining Suit Sports Talk.
2: Okay. You got it, I man. Did.
4: Are we all fair yet? Oh? I don't know.